Hello, and welcome to another episode of Pat and John on Their Best Behavior. I'm John. And I'm Pat. And today on the podcast, we have someone who is very near and dear to Pat and to me. And uh, she's known us from, from day one at Skidmore. She's seen us through a whole lot of highs, through even more lows. Uh, she is an actor, performer, comedian, creator, and all-around uh, performative juggernaut. And her name is Gina Doherty. Welcome to the podcast, Gina. Thank you. That was, that was quite an introduction. I feel like it was uh, fitting for all of our friendships. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's true. Yeah, and uh, and maybe we'll get into some of that on the podcast. There's probably some that we can't get into on the podcast, but maybe we'll get into some of that on I the don't podcast. Know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So Gina is on the podcast to talk about the career of Greta Gerwig. So we're uh, we are all fans of <laughs> um, easy, easy, Pat, easy. Uh, we are down, down, boy, down. Uh, we are all fans of Greta. We are fans of Greta as an actor. We are fans of Greta as a director. Um, so we just want to explore just kind of who she is and what makes her so great and what we all are uh, are crazy about in regards to her. Anything to add, Pat? Yeah, I think it's qu- this. All right, I let's like get the- into it. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like her hair. I like her hair. <laughs> Her voice nice. <laughs> she pretty. <laughs> um, uh, Gina, do you remember that movie we did? Yes. When I spilled coffee on you? Oh, I was thinking of a different movie. We've done two. Oh, but... I remember that. I saw that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I do remember it's the a, one you a... spilled coffee on me. And... It's a pity that, it's a pity that, like Greta Gerwig, well, unlike Greta Gerwig, we didn't have a a voice in the writer's room. It's true. We would have really the, killed that. <laughs> we would have really zinged it up. But I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Let's, sorry, go back on track. Sorry, I'll go back into my hole now. <laughs> Wait, can, can people find this movie on the internet? Oh, yeah, we're going to link it in the show notes. We're <laughs> oh, yeah. going to link both in the I, show notes. I don't even know what's on my, like, website anymore because the last time I watched the other movie that we were in, that just was really fun and a learning experience i watched and i said (laughs) maybe this isn't the most um demonstrative of me currently so i took it down (laughs) but it was pretty fun Um, to watch (laughs) gina i think we watched that together we did watch it together and i was like holy crap this has (laughs) gotta get taken down (laughs) (laughs) honestly we were great though stars of the show different times different times in so yeah. many different ways <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so speaking of different times uh let's go back to a very different time when we all interacted with greta gerwig and her career oh. for the first time how's that for a segue is that good pat that was really yeah. good yeah thanks thanks i've been practicing much better than my greta gerwig's segues <laughs> uh, i like her hair uh. you know two sides same coin um, so Gina, let's start with you. Um, so when did you first encounter uh, Greta and and her work, and how did you feel about it when you first uh, encountered it? That's a great question, and I probably should have thought about it more before right now. But I'm pretty sure it's okay. It, no one's. It, it's not a test. I know. I know. But 
I think I'm right with this answer. I think it was with Francis Ha. So obviously, as John introduced me, I've got many talents and interests. So I got really mm-hmm. into kind of studying females that did more than one thing. So I think that that's what got me on the track to Greta. And I think Francis Ha must have been the first thing I watched, probably like home from college one summer or something, being like, I gotta mm-hmm. learn more about this. Um, and I love Francis Ha. We'll probably talk about it more later. So good. But it's so good. one of my faves, yeah. And what was it about Francis Ha and like her that really stood out to you? Was it just the fact that she was like so uh, multifaceted? I mean, it was definitely before I moved to New York. And to me, the impression of that movie is like so New York experience in an an actually relatable way. So not like in an annoying way or like in a very overdone way. It's actually like, oh, that's actually what happened. Well, talk talk about that because that's very, very specific what you're talking about. Yeah. And I feel like people who who like don't live in New York, they don't get Civilians as we call them. Yeah, civilians. <laughs> so, so peasants who might not have lived in the Big Apple. Yeah. Uh, like we 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 were talking on a previous podcast about when Harry met Sally, how it's this this like New York existence that doesn't actually right. happen. Yeah, which like I, yeah. people people living by themselves in massive Tribeca <laughs> yeah. apartments. Right. So I think that's what I liked about this one because yeah. like what they show like addresses. And one of the addresses was, like, right near my old apartment. And I was like, that's so funny. It's just, like, people, like, sharing the same bed and just, like, doing everything with your roommate. Or I even thought it was so funny because, obviously, she wants to be, like, a famous modern dancer. And she's, like, teaching kids dance. And I'm like, that's such a classic thing where it's, like, you're trying to do your thing, but, like, mostly you are teaching kids. Which can be really fun. But it just was, like, such a specific detail that I'm like, that really happens. And I think... Pat doesn't know anything about that. (laughs) <laughs> Pat's, Pat's training kids in the gym. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm training them. <laughs> I'm training them to kill their parents. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think it's it was interesting rewatching it because I rewatched it to talk to you guys. And probably back when I watched it, I was like, I can't wait to live in New York. All I wanted to do was live in New York and graduate and move to New York. And it's so dreamy mm-hmm. to like have no money and like run around the streets and all this stuff. And now I watch it back and I'm like. Damn, been there, done that. Like, that's crazy. You know, it's just like more of a, not even jaded, but just like, oh, that's actually real. It's not like really romanticized. (laughs) The, I don't care if this is cringe, but the (laughs) most, the fucking most relatable part of that movie is when they go to take the train home and it's not running on (laughs) like nights or weekends. And I was like, that is such a fucking New York thing. Like I liked when she when she's out with randomly Adam Driver, who I loved in this, and that's like cat she tries to pay and it's casually and then like literally running to the ATMs. I'm like, how many times have I done that? Like trying to find an ATM and then you come back like an hour later. I've definitely done that. (laughs) And you're bleeding. And I'm bleeding. that is me pretty much all the time. (laughs) Somehow bleeding. (laughs) I do feel like you do injure yourself, Gina. Yeah, I'm always hurt. Inside and outside. (laughs) Oh, there we go, kids. She's a pro. She's a pro. She knows she knows what podcast she's on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Um, what about you, Pat? What was your Um, first experience? Honestly, uh my first GG experience was um uh Ladybird. Wow. Which uh, we can put that we can put Ladybird into the Hall of Fame of great aunt watches. 
yes. or movies that my great aunt who lives in New York took me to. And where's that? Where's that letterbox like, list? I, I'm I'm, it'll, I'm making it. Um, okay, great. But she doesn't have letterbox, so it doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> right. So, I knew nothing about Lady Bird, but when she took me to Lady Bird, I was like, "Wow, wow, wow! <laughs> NYU cuties are here in sure. full force." <laughs> um, sorry, mom. And um, I was just blown away at the like the confidence of the direction, um, the fact that everyone, every character that she created. I had never seen before, right. but they were all super real. It's, in my opinion, it's like one of the best high school movies of all time. Oh yeah, because the the high school is real. It's like it's real and it's lived in. And also, I really related to Timothy Chalamet's character in that movie. Oh my god! <laughs> um, I don't want. I don't want to. Maybe I'm going on a segment, but I, that's all I'll say about that. I'll, maybe uh, maybe that'll be fleshed out later. But that it pro- was. It probably but will. then. But then after that, it was Frances Ha. It was um, she's in a really good horror movie called In the House of the Devil, um, which is a it's it's really good. Um, I don't know that movie. uh, It's it's kind of like a throwback '80s babysitter movie. Okay, but she's she's really good in it. Um, And yeah, and then you know, of course, like. And then I became a, a you know, I, I went through the, the filmography. Right. Right, right, right. And now you respect women. And I, I now know what it, I now have seen two movies directed by a woman. <laughs> oh my God. I'm, I'm never going to see another one, but. Yeah. I you mean, sound like. I have two. Hey, Pat, you sound like the judges on the Oscar nomination panel. Swoosh. Hey, yo. Right. <laughs> I, I, well, I was texting them for, for hints and stuff. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah. So for me, what about uh, what about what if, what about you, John? Oh, if I could just go on a date with with Francis Ha, I would love it so much. No, no, it's a, that, that would be sense. a disaster in so many ways. Um, yeah. So I yeah. So like like Gina, I saw Francis Ha. I probably saw that um, around. Maybe 2014, 2013, 2014, um, and that was my first uh, exposure to Greta Gerwig. I don't, I don't think I had seen her in anything. I didn't, I don't think I knew anything about her. I think I just saw like a bunch of buzz. Oh, I actually remember. I, I remember like looking up like top movies that are streaming on Netflix or something like that. And I remember, I remember very vividly now. It, the two movies that came up that I watched like back to back were Short Term Twelve another great indie movie and then i watched francis ha um and i really really enjoyed it and i i wasn't like super super into i i like i enjoyed movies but i wouldn't have like described myself as like a film person at that point i wasn't insufferable at that point so um it hit a little bit different but i definitely like appreciated like the black and white element of it um like the very obviously like indie aesthetic of it all and i thought she was like incredible and that character like could be so I don't know, grating and annoying, but somehow she's not. Like, I don't know. I kind of, like, in a lot of ways feel like what she's trying to do or what they're trying to do with that movie is, like, not super dissimilar from, like, what they try to do with girls, which was also, like, popular around that time. Mm -hmm. But it does something. And maybe I'm just thinking that because of Adam Driver, but I feel like they're in similar sort of worlds. But, um, yeah, so I just, I really enjoyed it and definitely, like, kept an eye out for 
her i don't know what my second thing would have been i think i saw i think i saw mistress america before i saw Lady Bird, or maybe it was around the same time and yeah like once i saw that she was like directing ladybird ladybird i was like super curious to see like how that would turn out and how she like i I knew that she had done some directing but i I was very curious to see like what she would do like as the only director and the sole like screenwriter of the movie and obviously loved it it's like one of my favorite movies of all time um and yeah big big greta fan big greta fan i so i Um, did a lot i did a lot of almost like researching because I Please. was trying to become an expert and figure everything out. And I think something I found really interesting was like kind of her path through all the different branches of things yes. you can do, basically. So what I read was that she started wanting to be a playwright and she was like working really oh. hard and she was getting rejected from everything. And everyone was like, oh, no. you're such a good actor, just be an actor, which I'm like, that's the opposite of my journey. But she went and right. acted <laughs> in things and that's how she met eventually she was meeting all these guys doing experimental stuff and then eventually met Noah and then they started co-writing everything together and then he was always the director and she was always the actor but then I found it really interesting that then when she stepped into directing she was like killing it and like getting nominated for Oscars Mm -hmm. and doing these amazing films that like are some of the best ones when she's pretty much only directing I think for the most part there's also like writing at the same time or adapting or whatever yeah um but I was just thinking about that, and I was like, that's so interesting. It's like, was she always, like, the director, and she was just kind of, like, you know, behind Noah's shadow until she could step out and do that? Or did he, like, teach her a bunch of stuff, and she got better, and they had, like, a pretty good relationship, and now she's, like, skyrocketing to having her own voice? I don't know. Yeah. Chicken or the egg? <laughs> no, I mean, I... But I... <laughs> no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I also saw a chart that I read. I really studied for this, you guys. And this what's is why crazy we had you on. He's directed so many more movies than her, but her box office money is like almost double what he's made, which is pretty cool that she's kind of like on this edge of like commercial, but still really interesting movies. And he's like right. just not really in that um, vein at all. So the glass know. ceiling is officially shattered. Fuck yeah. <laughs> no, there's no more inequality ever. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great news. Great news. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, that, that is a really fascinating aspect. Yeah, for, the, for those of you It's who my don't... dream for the girl to make more money than me. <laughs> it would be. Same. Same, Same. But mostly just because I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mostly because I want to be a stay-at-home dad with no kids and a podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, no, that it is, that is a really interesting aspect. For those of you who don't know, uh, yes, Noah Baumbach and Greta Gerwig are—they're not married. They're they're dating. They're, they're dating. dating. Yes, Isn't they have a child pregnant? together. She had a baby. I learned all yeah. this stuff oh, about her all... life. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah. So they're so they're living in sin. They're living in sin. <laughs> um, they have had sex outside of marriage at least once. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, no, no, thank you. Not no, for me. Thank you. Shut it down. Not None now. for me. Thank you. <laughs> Not now, definitely not when I was fourteen. Uh, none of that. Um, but I think they're. I think they talk about that, and they're very open about the fact that they really are like collaborators, and not just like in the way that like one of them is clearly more popular and better than the other person. They're just like you can tag along too and like get mm. some credits. Like yeah. it seems like they really like you can see the ways in which like she as a writer um, and as a director like has definitely informed some of the movies that they've directed together because there are some like elements of her that aren't like you can see there that it's not totally like 
Noah Baumbach like leaning into all of his Noah Baumbachian tendencies. Um, and there's some movies that seem like there's more of that, but um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I like that aspect. I like the fact that she like, and she's also like a little bit younger than him. So I would imagine like when they started working together, that there was some element of like him just being more established and having done it a little bit more and kind of like, you know, seeing that she had sure. like not potential because she was obviously very good, but that she was like someone that he wanted to work with. And then like, they kind of like formed something and now she's like her own, her own thing. Yeah, there's like a whole thing where neither of them will talk about how they started being interested in each other because it's mm. like potentially overlapped with like his divorce. Um, right. Which is right. interesting yeah. and they won't talk about yes. it, which I'm like, okay. <laughs> a real a real special moment. So we watched a couple of different movies uh, for this, um, which we'll get to in a second. But it was when I was watching Greenberg, Greenberg. Um, oh. when during during the um, during like the opening credits when it said like written by Noah Baumbach and Jennifer Jason Lee, I was like, Oy, yoy. <laughs> yeah. Noah Baumbach, legend. Dude's rock. <laughs> and she's Noah Baumbach, you know his you know his most successful movie that he was a part of? Uh Madagascar three? Yes. I knew oh it. My yes, God. I yes, forgot Gina. that he directed that. Incredible. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> oh, did he direct it or was he like one of the writers? I think for he it? wrote it. Yeah. He wrote, yeah. Writer. Kind of like that, how M. Night Shyamalan you... was a was a writer on Stuart Little. Oh, cute. oh my god! <laughs> I don't think you can that... direct Madagascar three, can you? Because they're all animated. Well, you could. Well, well, yeah, but you you just yell at the computer. <laughs> yeah, you, you yell at the overworked, underpaid animators. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's Pat's dream. It's kind of like how Pat yells at me to, when I'm editing the podcast. <laughs> You're the little yeah, bush my... baby. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like I'm like make him funnier. <laughs> yeah, Why isn't he right. funny? <laughs> oh my God. Yes, precisely. Um so uh, I, oh go ahead, Pat. I, I'm just saying like as the as the director thing you know, you gotta think that like she she made these mumblecore movies. Right. And she was watching like Joe Swanberg like also work out like directing mm-hmm. in real time. And I think for me, like the difference between Little Women and Lady Bird, I can see a lot of bombachisms in Lady mm-hmm. Bird. Yes. But Little Women is like a kind of has like the scope of an old timey Hollywood blockbuster. Yeah. It's like way more fucking John Ford or way more mm-hmm. fucking Howard Hawks than um, like Noah Baumbach. Like, I, I, he couldn't have made that movie. No, definitely he not. He could have made Lady Bird, but he couldn't have made uh, Little Women. I would be very interested to have seen that movie. <laughs> Noah Baumbach's version of Lady Bird. I mean, of, of Little Women. Yeah, you would have loved it. It would have been twice as depressing. You would have yeah. loved it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. They all would have died instead. Uh, oh, God. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the Mumblecore uh, stuff. Because, mm. um, I, Pat, do you want to give a little... Uh, definition of mumblecore or should i so 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 mumblecore see so it's i think it's it's kind of better to go backwards in time so you have guys today they're they're famous now called like the the duplass brothers joe swanberg um oh my god what is his name but he he's the director of support the girls and oh yeah yes um 
they're famous now, but in the early 2000s, they all were interested in this genre, kind of like, it was like even more indie. So indie film by the early 2000s wasn't indie anymore, obviously. So guys that had come up as indie directors were super famous. Mm-hmm. So Mumblecore is sort of like a direct response to a lot of the like $40, $50 million uh, like dramas, like I'll call them talking dramas. Mm-hmm. And it's super, super lo-fi. A lot of it is influenced by this Dutch, I'm sorry, not this Dutch movement, but the Scandinavian movement called Dogma, where it's like you only use certain amount of people you only use you lose very artificial light you use uh um not many sets and like the like the crappiest worst equipment ever yeah and these guys like joe swanberg started in this medium making the movies for super cheap and eventually they've kind of but there was a lot of improvising and they've kind of kept that spirit and ultimately like graduated to to bigger stuff I think a lot of Mumblecore also preceded, like, all of, like, the little TVs, TV shows we have today. I mean, Girls is influenced by Mumblecore. Yeah. Um, even shit like The League, which one of the Duplass brothers was in, that was influenced by Mumblecore. Um, like, the show that John loves called Love, that's like a... That's <laughs> you also would like love a, that a, show. <laughs> a, a, a descendant of Mumblecore. So, I really, yeah, that was my, really enjoyed Love. That was oh, my long uh, mansplain of mumblecore. Sorry that was pretty that. good. I mean, yeah. this podcast I, is nothing. It's nothing if I, not a long mansplain of. I would say the, gra- the, the the two greatest distillations of mumblecore are one drinking buddies, which is one of my all time favorites. So good. Um, I know Gina, you fuck with drinking buddies. I believe I have seen it. Okay, but that's not what I asked you. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> uh, who was in it again? Okay, Olivia you like Wilde. it. Okay, that's great. <laughs> Olivia Wilde. Oh, I have the seen The guy it. from yep. New Girl. Yeah. And they move. Yeah, so, I got it. I got it. So, so yep. it would be that, and then I would say, support the girls is like the other like best sort of like distillation of mumblecore. Mm-hmm. Today, and the show today. and the show and uh, Easy is also like well, yes, it's, it's also Swanberg, directed by Joe Swanberg. Yeah, that's so, it. And um, yeah. we watched a little bit of a um, <laughs> a little a little of a, little. Of a mumblecore that a, mumble, a mumblecore movie that um, Greta Gerwig was in called Hannah Takes the Stairs, and we only watched a little bit of it. Well, it kind of worked out well, but Pat was not was not willing to commit to the full uh, eighty five minutes, so we decided we might as well all yeah. just watch a couple minutes of it. But uh, yeah, it's 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 it's, it's rough. It's it's uh it's tough to watch you really hated it so much listen i'm sure if it if i was alive in 2008 or 2007 if you you were alive you were alive (laughs) (laughs) i just i (laughs) that is 10 (laughs) you'd like it too (laughs) yeah yeah. you listen to this podcast um (laughs) I'm sure it'd be great, but, like, there's so many fucking web series now. There's so many... Yeah. Everything looks better. Like, and and I I literally got into a fight with someone who said that there were no black and white... Good black and white movies. But there there is just a lo-fi-ness to Hannah Takes the Stairs that I can't even get. Also, not Greta's best acting work. She's Mm -hmm. drunk. She's playing drunk. And she's not actually drunk. And that pisses me off. Sure. Please... 
please, if you hear this, I, I, I will never give you that note on set. And, and I, I love you, and you're a queen, and I know you secretly work out, but you would never admit it to someone. Okay? So I, when I went to YouTube to watch it, there was a comment, and it was like, skip to 122, this is what you came for. Did either of you see that? And you skip to that, and it's just them <laughs> no. both naked, lying out of the tub, playing trumpets. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's oh not God. the beginning it's the, only the end and I was like interesting so then I watched like the first 10 minutes and then I like skipped around I didn't watch that much of it either. also that was Pat Pat commented that <laughs> what oh to Pat to... he, he was that he was that YouTube commenter <laughs> he, was, he secretly got all the way to the end um yeah and then I also read about it because I was like I don't really get what this is but they but they improvised the entire thing so it's interesting because I'm like, I had had that idea before of like, what would it be like to try to improvise like something with people? And it's like, that's what right. it would be like, which was not the best. I thought it, it reminded yeah. me of like an acting class, like of being in acting class or like filming something in college uh, and being like, this uh, is really uh, good. Like, uh, this is no, so no, good, no. you guys. No, 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 no. <laughs> but, but I also thought it was interesting. Like it wasn't. It honestly probably wasn't my least favorite out of everything that we watched. I thought it had some interesting parts of it, but I didn't think yeah. it really held up as like watching a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, I should say that that it's I wanted to watch Nights and Weekends, which is actually yeah. like if people talk about that movie as being like incredible and like an, an example of like early mumblecore gone gone very right but you cannot find it anywhere on the internet. Like, it's just, you can't buy it, you can't stream it. It's just like, which is makes sense for these movies. Um, yeah. But it's definitely interesting to see, like, where she got her start, and you can kind of see, like, you can kind of trace, um, you know, her development and, like, her, I don't know, aesthetic as both a performer and a writer and a director, which, yeah. let's talk about that. So we, uh, so there are three um movies that she acted in that we watched for this so greenberg we rewatched francis ha and then we watched mistress america and then for directing we uh watched uh or we're going to talk about ladybird and little women um so let's start with the movies that we watched for directing who wants to begin why don't we start chronologically with her acting no I'm, that's what i'm saying i'm saying let's talk let's talk about, let's talk about those movies but i'm saying who wants to begin like talking about no you i said think you said directing. it backwards <laughs> Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> oh Look, I'm doing goodness. a lot of the heavy lifting here. Cut me some slack. <laughs> oh, boy. Pat's right, asleep. So He's on his bed right now. He's got a fucking <laughs> nightcap on. He's in his robe and I'll... slippers with his pipe. <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> I, look like the, I look like the dad of little women. Yeah, yeah. Oh like Bob God. Odenkirk. Okay, I will start. We'll start. We'll get this one out of the fucking way. Greenberg. Um... <laughs> Oh, yoy. Oh, boy. Um, listen, when she puts the little cowboy boots on and gets in the little, and she sings a little country song, yeah. I was like, this is awesome. And if, <laughs> listen, let's let's get this out of the way. She's charming. She's yeah. funny. In, in this movie, I mean. It's yeah. just, this movie is directed by Noah Baumbach. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it feels a lot staler than his other movies. Yeah. And even when, like, the characters get, mo- like, bogged down, he always kind of, like, moves it along. Like, I, I really, I'm a really big fan of The Squid and the Whale. Have you guys seen that one? The Squid and I the haven't. Whale with, I uh, need to. Jesse Eisenberg and Jeff Daniels. 
okay, well, that's fine. I'll take the reins from here. Or, uh, <laughs> um, or even, um, what's the great movie he made? Has anyone seen the Meyerowitz stories? I haven't seen that either. I read about it. I, look, look. <laughs> all right, listen. We can't right, see everything. Listen. You, st- you still watch the apartment, so fuck oh, you. Oh, <laughs> boy, drink. Drink, audience. Um, yeah, and also, I don't like movies about LA because I'm moving there in a year so um are you really yeah yeah um maybe same wait we would be friends right, you, heard, you heard it here folks Gina and Patrick <laughs> are in a room together uh, Gina, no we're not Gina's, Gina's, Gina's gonna get a cat and um, I'm gonna overdose on Benadryl um, I already have a cat <laughs> yeah Charlotte Charlotte no, She's I'm incredible. saying we're shout, gonna. I'm sorry. Out. The cat, the cat will be there with us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I, yeah. That's it for Greenberg on me. Bye. Um, you too. <laughs> I didn't like Greenberg. <laughs> I thought so. Here's my first impression: was that I felt like Ben Stiller was like, "Come on, guys, I want to really take a bite out of something meaty that I can really gnaw right. my teeth on. Yeah. And they were like, you're but, gonna act, Ben. And he was like, okay. Yeah. And he didn't yeah. do a very good job. Oh, I think he's really great in the movie. Are you serious? He, I think he's he really is good. really good. What? He is, yeah. But he will never be as good as he was in Tropic Thunder. Oh, so. No, you guys. He was like, weird. Like, I felt like he was trying to, like, do a scene. Like, someone had, like, given him a gift. <laughs> they were like, do this role. And he was like, I'm doing such a good job when he's like talking in like the little penthouse and like it was weird and i didn't get the plot i was like i don't understand what's happening there's nothing happening which like is okay if nothing well, happens but nothing also, happened like, but yeah but it is meandering i did think greta has a, a monologue about do you remember this when she's like and we pretended to be slutty and we went and it was so funny oh, yes. and we were so funny yeah and i thought that was like so stunning i was like if i was in acting class i would like write that monologue down and do it i thought she right. was really good so i was like okay that was good <laughs> but i don't know you really liked ben i thought he yeah. i was like oh honey no <laughs> i mean i I think, I mean, I felt that, but I think I felt that at the moments when I was supposed to feel. You, you, you know how, related you, to him, I think. You know, <laughs> you know, okay, that's you know how, you know how they're, they're talking about the band could have been big? That's that's how John feels yeah. about Yo Soy yeah. Milk? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's my I conversations thought... with Johnny and Seamus uh, every other week oh about Yo Soy Milk. I also thought they were going to kill the dog, and I hate movies where animals die. That's wow. probably very tense, very, very yeah, very tense animal movie, low key. I know it was sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways, that's fair. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't my favorite. I didn't. I didn't dislike it. Uh, but I. I. Yeah, it wasn't. I didn't like it as much as I like the other two. But I thought she was. I thought she. I thought. Yeah, I just thought they were both good. And like they had like they had chemistry in the sense that they didn't really have chemistry. But I feel like they had chemistry at like the right moments. Jennifer Jason Leaf. She third wheels the movie. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. it's so weird. Like she's she. I, I really. I mean, I'm a huge. Jennifer, I mean, not poor Jennifer Jason Lee because she's had one of the best like careers ever. Yeah, but you're you're hey Pat, you're you're a big fan of her. You know who isn't? Who? Oh, Noah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, no, Noah Baumbach <laughs> refuses to see the Hateful Eight. He refuses yeah. to see Twin Peaks: The Return. Yeah, flashbacks. Um, 
Can we just let's let's just let's just go to Francis Ha. Okay. Yeah. Is that a bad transition? That was like that was that was a segue via me chopping down the door like Jack Nicholson yeah. in The Shining. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's about what you'd expect. I would I would say this is the lesser part of the Greta canon, but for for real Greta heads, they should watch it to as as completionists. Greenberg, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because it is. I mean, just chronologically, it came out two years before Frances Ha, and mm-hmm. I don't know. It's kind of like she she was like in movies where she had more screen time, like prior to that, because mm-hmm. it really is like about Ben Stiller's character. But um, yeah, it feels like she's really like coming into her own. And like, I feel like the three movies that we're talking about here, like they're different like gradients of Greta, Greta ness. Um, yes. So yeah, it's I don't know. It's worth worth looking into. But um, yes, Frances Ha. Uh, I mean, we talked about it already, but it's it's incredible. I think, Pat, I think you said to me, like, the movie is way better than it has any right to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's like, on paper, you're like, oh boy, like, someone trying to figure out their art, their artistic, in, their artistic aspirations in the big city, and it's like the biggest eye roll of all time. Right. But the movie has so much more heart and, like, craft than... than just like face value the movie um, has so much more heart and so much more craft <laughs> and, and i love the choice of black and white it's like truly stunning um no i i, I think um well it's just so it's so fun too like the movie is just so fun and it's so funny and like in quiet hang. ways yeah it's a great hang because the characters are real like the people are are like lived in and and she, honestly, man, for me, this movie, well, I think more so Mistress America, but you guys want to know what I wrote? Please. Yeah. My little notes. I said, it would have been like, it's like she brings, a, I wrote Brando-like passion to the screen. Mm. Wow. You know? I hate to compare her to a man, the only kind of, the only man that people talk about when they talk about acting. Right. But like, she really does have this fucking swagger that you can't take your eyes off of her. Yeah. I mean, she's in, she's interesting in a way that anything she does is interesting. All of her reactions are fascinating. Yeah. yeah. I for me, I feel like it's it's like a perfect storm. Like the writing is so good, the direction mm. is good, the storytelling is good, and she's perfect in that story. So I think it's kind of like everything fits together. You know what I mean? Totally. Because she's obviously a good actor, which we've seen in a ton of different ways. But this is like, it's like, it almost feels like her like magnum opus. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think it's like, yeah. well, maybe not for everything, but like for her as a altogether performer, artist, etc. Like, I feel like this is the best um, showcase of her. Um, sure. Yeah, I and I, I mean, I talked about it, but I just think it's like it's very relatable and like funny, and just like little things, like when they're like, "You should get a job in the dance office," and she's like, "No," you know, like that's just like right. such a thing that like yeah. I feel like other people might just be like not clue into it, but when you've like been there, where you're like, "Oh, should I like yeah. work in an agency mailroom yeah. or should I wait?" You know, like it's. Yeah. I think that really makes sense. Um, yeah, and I. I think something else that I noticed in a bunch of these movies is that there's, like, romance, but it's not really the focus. Like, it's kind of on the periphery. Mm, and I really yeah. like the relationship with the friend. I think that's probably something that I, like, 
appreciate more at the age I am now versus when I was like younger because it's it is harder to have friendships now you have to work harder to stay in touch with the people that you want to be in touch with or like when people's lives are changing in different ways I think you can only really appreciate that when you've been through it you know and like watching the girl like maybe get married and maybe not and they used to be like attached at the hip and then she's living with boys and it's like fun but it's not really the same Gina you can name names it's fine you can name names this is the podcast to do it um, it's Pat and John, the best behavior. The podcast where we name names. Oh my gosh, you know yeah. I love the drama. I mean, I mean, both John and I are in no danger of both of us getting married, so we're we're, <laughs> yeah, we're a little true. safe there. No, yeah, no. I just I think like it's more so the like when you're living with somebody every second of every day and you do everything together and you're falling asleep in the same bed, just like that friendship where you're so close mm. and then all of a sudden yeah. it's like kind of going away, you know? And mm. yeah, I think the only part of the movie that's kind of random is when she's like, "I'm gonna go to Paris," and I'm like, "All right, you do that." But then it's like it's cool when she's like talking to her on the phone and like you know they're kind of having that reunion. And I thought the scenes at Vassar were also hilarious because it's literally at Vassar, a right, place yeah, near right. and dear to my heart. <laughs> sure, right. I told John. You spent a, you spent I a summer, it? a summer there. Yeah, you can say it. Yeah, absolutely. It showed um, a location where I was deflowered, <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I'll say. <laughs> Not Allegedly. the exact same dorm room, but. It might have been. Who knows? Blast from the past. You know? Yeah, you can say. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's, I was, that's special. I was um, going to go to Vassar, and then I got really? my lung cut out. Okay, moving oh on. Um. <laughs> so it's both really meaningful to us. <laughs> um, oh, there's something I wanted to say about. Oh, I the the scene from Paris. The scene in Paris is random, but I like it for two reasons. Number one, like it, it like. And this was a connection I made. So for the past few days, I've been watching a lot of French New Wave films. Oh my god. And while I was watching them, I actually was thinking about Greta a lot. And I was thinking about like Noah Baumbach and like a lot of these movies. And I think a lot of these movies are... Actually, no. I thought that and then I googled it. And they do talk about like Truffaut and like Godard and how like they're kind of indebted to them. And that's part of why the movie is in black and white. So like the fact that it kind of like hammered that home as a nice little like homage but i love the scene when she's on the way to the airport and like she's been trying to get in touch with this friend like up and that's all that's why she went to paris to see this friend and then like the friend finally gets in touch with her and calls her back and is like hey sorry i couldn't talk to you (laughs) but like been super busy but like we're totally down to hang out and also like there's this really hot guy here who you you would would totally like like come and hang out with us and i was just like wow like that's such a particular like experience Mm. of being like oh the timing is bad and it could have been so much fun and what the fuck did i just like go through all of this for that is something that i very much connect to except i've never never been to paris so i can't relate (laughs) no we can tell (laughs) (laughs) as i sip from my as i I take a sip from my miller highlight also my parents will be listening to this thank you you guys never took me to paris um Um, but I, I love that what prompts her to go on the trip is her feeling alienated at the dinner table for like yes, not having yes. money, for like not being successful, and that she just like wants to flex on them. Yeah, which yeah. just goes just like, there. I'm going to Paris. Which just like goes there and like loses sleep and goes into credit card debt. So it's just fucking right. 
Incredible. Well, the I ultimate like, commitment to the bit. Yeah. I like when she asks. She's just like, I think I'm going to go to Paris. And they're like, oh, you want to stay at our spot? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, <laughs> okay. And she's like, thanks. <laughs> I liked that part. <laughs> I respect I wish, every I, I, wish I could do that, honestly. <laughs> uh, I also really love the dialogue in this movie, which we'll, we'll use this as a transition to Mistress America in a second. Mm. But I just, I love like just how zippy it all is and how like quirky it is, but it doesn't, feel quirky like it doesn't necessarily feel like artificial one of my favorite moments it's such a throwaway moment and i i don't know why i get such a kick out of it but it's like when she runs into um michael zegan oh uh, my god our friend um (laughs) and he's like with her his new boyfriend sorry his new girlfriend john uh they i'm not i didn't mean to like he's one of our most he's one of our most famous alums apologize to him on this podcast I'm sorry, Michael. I'm sorry. Um, oh, so she's just like talking to Michael Zegan's character. And then she also is like talking to the girlfriend. She's like, yeah, like I have an appointment with Colleen on Monday. And the girlfriend's just like, I don't know you. And then just like, they just like move on to the next conversation beat. But it happens so quickly and the timing is so perfect. I just, I love it. It's it's part of what makes uh, them as, as screenwriters work so well, which is on full display in Mistress America, mm. which Gina, you had seen before. Yeah. I had seen before. Pat, you had no, not seen it before. No, my first time, yeah. So, talk to us about it. Well, I liked that this movie, Greta is, like, all id. She's, like, pure id. Yeah. Yes. She's just, like, a force of nature. Um, <laughs> what I liked about... Probably the thing that stuck out to me the most... Nothing really filmmaking-wise stuck out to me. Nothing really filmmaking-wise stuck out to me. <laughs> but the the last the last third, you're on notice, Noah. You're yeah, on notice. The last third of the movie, which comes to a head at a at a house in Greenwich, Greenwich, Connecticut. Shout mm-hmm. out to Carrie Stanny, um, where <laughs> the the dialogue they ratchet up the dialogue and the performance of the dialogue to 11 and it is so fucking watchable it's so fucking funny and it it is even when it feels kind of forced it's so funny and played with such gusto that you're like yes it works you know what i mean it just oh it really goes from like a sort of just like quirky indie film to like a screwball comedy for a little while yes um yes but it it totally it totally works and it like just stops short of being like too much or who knows maybe, maybe it just could have worked because like it's it is also watchable well, and everyone's so watchable. it reminded me of you know his girl friday um when it's when do have you guys seen his girl I, friday i ha- i haven't i need to see that as well but oh boy <laughs> all right well basically it's like you know a very quippy 1930s screwball comedy and then mm-hmm. the end of the, towards the end more characters join in on the quippiness so it's yeah. kind of like like a Greek chorus kind of thing. Um, and there is like a Greek chorus in Mistress America. Okay, I need to stop right now. As soon as I say Greek chorus, <laughs> yeah. it's like, enough from me. Uh, the I, air was taken I, out of yeah. the balloon. Gina, hit me with Mistress America, your take. So I actually really like Lola Kirk in this. I think she's really mm, kind of like cute and charming. Um, and I she's again, cute. I like 
Yeah, I like their relationship. I think it's really interesting and, like, something that we don't really see all the time. Like, it's very kind of, like, a unique thing of, like, people that might be sisters, but not really. Um, right. And I like show well, how, at the beginning, they show off, like, Greta's character as, like, this cool person that you just want to be like. And she's, like, so exciting and, like, opens up this whole new world. Um, yeah. There's a line, I only wrote, wrote, like, part of the line, so I can't, it doesn't really, like, work as well, but it was so funny to me of, like, when she's, like, I watched my mother die, and then, like, said something about Froyo, and I was, like, that's just, like, my, (laughs) me, my humor in a nutshell, but sometimes I felt like the dialogue didn't work as well in this as I, as I liked in Francis Hall, like, and something that I think is interesting to look at now that we're getting towards the latter half of the canon is like the choice of when to cast Greta in something. So like for me, I think the peak of like perfection is Frances Ha for her sure. acting. And then you get to Mistress America and she's obviously trying something different, right? So she's like a little more kind of like it girl, like, you yeah. know, just a little more like ballsy, like a little more, I don't know, just bold. And I don't know if it works all the time. So for me, sometimes I'm like, I love her and she like adds something different to it. So it's not just like another movie about like a bitchy girl or whatever. But I'm curious like what it would have been like if it was a different actress, just like, oh, interesting, you know, for comparison. And then you, you kind of see that later too, when you get to Lady Bird and the other ones where she's not acting, and then you're like, oh, this, I, then I did the opposite of being like, what would it have been like if she was in it? And it's just, it changes the movie so much. So I feel like this one is almost like a straddle um, yeah. between styles a little bit. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I still think she's great and it's funny and and there's some the like last line I thought really like wrapped it up where it was like she was like this beacon of hope for people I forget exactly the ending of it that they said but that kind of like light bulbed in my head where I was like oh okay like that's kind of why it worked because I think you know differently from Francis Hall a lot of people come to New York and they just want to like live a cool life you know what i mean like it's not right, really about right. the arts they just want to be like rich and cool and fancy and fun and have people look up to them and like they're kind of failing but they're doing it still you know gina you know what that last line reminded me of what oh come on guess what it's something very near and dear to your heart something we've experienced together in a certain form uh <laughs> Uh, I think I think twice actually, and we saw it in theaters together, and then we saw a play of it. Oh, duh! Oh, Gina, you idiot! The Great Gatsby. <laughs> yeah, it's like very, it's very Gatsby-esque. Yeah. Like that oh my whole, god, like, relationship that's, is very Gatsby-esque. That's a really good um, insight. What's, a, what's that? Thank you for coming to my what's TED talk. The, what's the Great Gatsby? <laughs> the Green. No, light. we've talked about it. It's the, it's the, the bo- only book that Pat read in high school. The Boats Against the Shore, right? You know, yeah, yeah. Born very, back yeah, ceaselessly like into that. the past. <laughs> yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> dab. <laughs> and yes, ladies and gentlemen, he did just dab. <laughs> Drink. He did just dab. <laughs> I, I, I do think you're right, though, Gina. I, I think that the movie, I think that the movie has like highs that transcend Francis Ha, like in terms of like the dialogue and like the comedic payoff. But then there are some like misses, or it doesn't. It's not quite as consistent, which I, I would, I would agree at. I, I would agree with. Um, but I, I think that they do try to do different things. Like, I think it is much more of like, a, yeah, like there are more screwball elements to it. And it's just like it is really ramping it up. But I mean, some of my favorite moments don't even involve uh, Greta at all. Like, I think Lola Kirk is really incredible. And like the her interactions with like her college pals is very fun. 
Um, it's also really weird watching her because she's uh, Jessa's younger sister from Girls. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> girl, uh, and girl she's also Pat, you know. Yeah, you can't get you can't get away from it. Pet, you know what else Lola Kirk was in? Uh, Mozart in the Jungle. Was she? Yeah. Was that what she was in? Oh no, that's not what I'm thinking of. She's in Gone Girl. Oh. Who is she? She's in like Gone the trailer park girl in Gone Girl. Oh my God, that's her. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A very yeah. I, I listened gonna... <laughs> to that episode where you guys talked about Gone Girl. Oh yeah. Well. It's... <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah. Go, go back and listen. It's a it's a real trip. Uh it's a real trip, everyone. Uh Emrata, come on the podcast, please. <laughs> we beg of you. Um well let's let's talk a little bit about briefly ish about her as uh as a director. Because it's obviously it's how it's harder to talk about it because like her imprint is it's it's there on the movies, but it's obviously not quite as tangible as it is with her uh the work that she acts in. But um yeah, so at this point she has two movies to her name, uh just as like the primary director uh lady bird and little women um i guess i'm curious like what we can say about like her style as a director as evidenced by these movies if we're even if we're even able to because they are very different um but i think there must be some similarities there i just haven't thought about it so i'm off i'm uh, off sourcing it to you too hmm. i mean she doesn't particularly do anything maybe acrobatic with the camera the camera work isn't necessarily intricate and I, well, I shouldn't actually say that because some of the vistas and landscapes that she shoots and how she shoots nature in little women is pretty spectacular. Yeah. I mean, the, I think the scene where Timothy and Shersha, they, what do they do? They like break up on a hill. I don't oh, know what yeah. happened a, in the movie. I don't know what happened It's a major meme. Movie. You didn't <laughs> yeah. watch. You just it saw is. the meme. <laughs> no, I watched it. Um, but, but just that she really gets like scale, but I would, I think probably her greatest strength is that she probably is just very good with working with actors. And I think yeah. She, yeah. she knows, I the same thing. she knows where to put the camera. That doesn't necessarily stick out to me, like where she puts the camera. Um, you know, she's not someone who's like, you know, putting it in, you know, no crazy close-ups and no crazy, like, tracking shots, but, like... She, no Dutch angles. No, but but she she understands, like, real, like, kitchen sink drama filmmaking. Yeah. Um, which is not done anymore. Or the people that yeah. do it are fucking terrible at it. So... <laughs> right, right. She really sees, like, the power in, like, those very, like, mundane, everyday moments. Yeah, and I and I just also would assume that she has a great relationship with everybody she works with, because she speaks that language. You know, she's yeah. worked with quite a few directors, and she probably, you know, I think if you've acted long enough, and it doesn't matter what level, you, you know how you respond. And if you do go on to... Have you directed stuff before, Gina? Yeah, just at school, really. I mean, and Lucy... I directed that. Right, right, right. Um, yes. Your, your, your uh, web series, Lucy Doesn't Know What She's Doing. My magnum opus. <laughs> I like it. Um, I really like it. It's It was really good for, you know, for the time. I loved it. Loved it. Um, sequel, coming soon. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say the same thing, that I think it's really a point of view thing that mm. makes her kind of like a spectacular director. Um I, I just learned, which, like, I guess I could have figured it out, but that Lady Bird is autobiographical, um, which mm. I thought was pretty interesting. 
Um, yeah, and I just think the actors are so good. Like, is it Sh- Sh- Shorsha? I can't do it. Sersha. Sersha. You didn't go to Gandhi. I'm... I'm Irish too. <laughs> my hair's red for fuck's sake. Um, oh, am I allowed to swear on the podcast? No. Yes, it's you okay. are. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. Do do um, it again. Do it again. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. Hell <balls>. yeah. <laughs> Frick yeah. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Carrie. Frick yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So I think like, and to me, Lady Bird is so funny. Like I was dying laughing at all the theater stuff like again i think it's just such like a thing like i can't like it's so specific like if you've lived through that you just (laughs) die you've lived through that trauma Um, yeah yeah um yeah there's another you guys another um personal insight into my life that makes me very relatable to me is when she does it for the first time (laughs) and then she goes who loses their virginity on top? And I remember oh in the God. movie theaters, I was like, me. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was like, sit down, sit down. <laughs> we can't see I the movie. I was like, how did, how did Greta Gerwig know that about me? Uh, and that then, is a great and, line. And, That's and, a great and, moment. And, and and if I was in the theater, I'd be like, oh, excuse me, miss. Can you say more about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh no, that that scene is great, and I love I love uh, when she's talking to Timothy Chalamet and like says she says something that like he says something about like keeping a secret, and she's like, "Yeah, you better, or else I'll kill your whole fucking family." Yeah. She's so. <laughs> it was just funny. like a si- like, like a second of silence, and she's like, "Sorry." Yeah, it's very and the friends very stuff. good. It's just so good, and then even the like you know leaving for college, like I think that yeah. is really mm. really special too. I love it. It's a great movie. Yeah, yeah, and Stamp I think, of well, and I think you're... <laughs> hot take. Lady Bird is a good movie. Um, <laughs> I you heard it here, folks. <laughs> First people ever. I think that's true, though. Like, it seems like everyone on the set is just like having, and like you can say this about a lot of movies, and it's probably not true 100 percent of the time because making movies is hard. But like, it just seems like everyone is having what? a really. <laughs> so I hear. Um, <laughs> it just seems like everyone's having a really incredible time, and like feels very like free to like you know play and that's like that doesn't come across in a lot of movies but i i definitely feel like that i've also like i've seen like some little snippets of like behind the scenes stuff from like the way that she talks to actors and like the stuff she has them do and it just seems like it just seems fun it seems like she wants it to be fun because like the movies that she or the stories that she's telling are largely like joyful stories like even ladybird which like is about someone who like is very much finding her way like there's no major like conflict in that movie there's no major no. like antagonistic force nor is there really in like in little women like there aren't any like mm-hmm. bad people or super like corrosive people it's just like people figuring shit out and having really wonderfully high moments and really like normally low moments and i just think she like gets at that very um effectively and I, I just while we were watch, I was watch, I rewatched Little Women for this, um, and I agree, Pat. There isn't like a lot of interesting camera work in her um, movies necessarily, but the scene in Little Women when Joe and Beth are on the beach, like right before spoiler alert, oh, it's right before, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like the, it's just like the head on and like the sand is like coming toward is coming toward the camera, like that shot. I, I don't know how I missed it in theaters the first time around, but I just. That that got me. That was really really beautiful, and just that whole scene, like with um, 
like the uh, Timothy Chalamet's grandfather, like listening to Beth play piano and it reminding mm. him of her daughter, of his daughter. It's very special. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's something else that she does is imagery wise. So like for Lady Bird, I love whenever they would write like the names on the wall when she's like dating all the different guys. Yeah. And then I think what I noticed most recently watching it was that she like paints all the walls white when she leaves and it's like that's yes. such an interesting thing too and when she goes mm. to the church and sees like the singers from over the balcony like just little things like that that are almost like callbacks um yeah i i was a big fan of little women too and i am wholeheartedly team amy and i felt like oh oh my god yes <laughs> that movie yes. and i and i read things about this too so it wasn't just my bias, which one was amy the Florence cutie blonde Pugh. Florence, um, the little bratty one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, and it's like mostly, I mean, and usually every take it is like, oh, she's a brat and she's this and she's evil and she's whatever. But like, it wasn't just that she was the most likable. Like, I think um, Greta really did look at it from like that lens. That like, let's explore this character. And I think that was such a cool yeah. take. You know, and I think Florence is amazing too. So that like obviously yeah. helped. Um, but a lot of the scenes with the painting and like her being on her yeah. own and the and the um, horse and buggy and just like all those moments. Where does she go over the overseas to Europe? I don't know, she goes. To, I think she goes to Paris. Yeah, Paris, right? Paris or theme. France? She goes to France, <laughs> the French countryside. Yeah. Maybe. There's yeah. a lot of French shit. Yeah, and I love. Yeah. I love too that much. Turn, you guys know we love France. <laughs> Viva la <Yeah>. Revolution! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Gina gets it. Gina can hang. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Gina, what what do you think about Florence Pugh dating Zach Braff? Come on, give it to me. It's weird. I so I followed Florence on Instagram, and she's really unhinged on there. She's cooking, she's brawling, she's dancing, and she's just like free and happy. So I feel like he must be a good guy. Like she must just really like him. I th- yeah, that, that that discourse. Pat and I talk about this discourse that emerges every single time, like a celebrity with like there's like large age differences. Everyone's yeah. like, "Oh my god!" Like, you know, this person is like being groomed or whatever. It's like this person, this person's a fucking adult. Like, yeah. don't project yeah. your own like, yeah. you know. And she doesn't have a real life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right, right. She's, she's not, not like, a real she's person. Not like, She's not like going to college and like, oh god, I'm late to chemistry. Like, oh, I <laughs> right. need to hurry up. Like, yeah. Yeah. Zach, can you bring me my textbooks? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Zach. <laughs> Zach, can I can I use your can I use your dining hall card? Like, what the fuck is this? Right. Right. Uh, also, what is she gonna do? Like, date other twenty five? She's not gonna date Pat and I. Are you joking? Like, it's not gonna happen. Fucking, don't you fucking maybe whatever. I stand alone in this. <laughs> yeah. I, I do. Well, I love her. Yeah. What do you guys here. think about uh, Hermione in that in that movie? Big fan. I mean, I I really applaud Emma Watson for really trying to perfect her American <laughs> accent. <laughs> um, and I think she's a great I think she's a great actor, but her American accents just don't quite mm. do it for me. Yeah, like, don't quite do it for me. Which is yeah. crazy because all the all the sisters in that movie, none of them are Americans, and all yeah, of them have like very crazy. strong accents. Mm. And some Fair. of them do it a little bit better. But I, I think they're all great. Like, I, I love... That's like part of what makes the movie work really well. Is the cast is obviously incredible. And yeah. they're all really incredible. Um, hmm. 
but yeah, she's not she's not my favorite of the sisters, both the character and also her performance. Meg, poor Meg, you know, she's just popping out babies. <laughs> <laughs> Squad <laughs> goals. <laughs> yeah, truly. Yeah. Um, I will just say really briefly about I love Little Women. I think it's incredible. I don't think the writing in it is necessarily as good as it could be and i wonder if that's because like she felt very like beholden to like the original like story and i would imagine i haven't read little women i've read little men shocker um but i haven't read is little women <laughs> there's a little yeah men. yeah there's a little men she has like yeah it's a whole she has like a whole series and i read little men because i grew up with four dogs, brothers <laughs> little cats little yeah the yeah fuck is up with this? little short little shop of horrors yeah um, <laughs> oh boy uh yeah thank thank you for coming to my ted talk um but i i don't yeah i don't know there are just like a lot of moments in the movie that do feel like hyper expositiony and it's like oh this character is saying that they want to be like a painter and this character is like well i want to be a writer and i think that is probably lifted (laughs) from like the the books and i like i said i think she felt she probably felt very like loyal to that um but I, I don't think the writing of it is necessarily a strong suit. I like the adaptation work of it, but in rewatching it, I was like, I think I would love this movie even more if like it were just a little tight script wise and it didn't feel like so many scenes were just like very obviously pointing to these characters. But that's like the tradition that's written in. Like Louisa May Alcott is no not known for writing books that are particularly subtle. And that's kind of the point. But I don't know. I, that's the, minor, I the one seeing... minor complaint I had. Yeah, I remember seeing critique of the timeline and people weren't happy with like the jumping back and forth and all this stuff, but I actually really enjoyed it. Like I thought oh, I thought like, it was come all, on, the ha- overall, her hair like, is different. You so can figure good. it out. Like, the hair is yeah. different. It's a different it's a different scene. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the writing stuff is pretty cool. Like I think she goes a little further than obviously what's provided for that, so it's kind of yes. a bit of a leaps of an imagination. Um but I think it's pretty awesome. Great movie fun for the whole family <laughs> yeah truly i saw i saw it with my truly, mother uh truly, and we and yeah. we, I, I i cannot see many movies like a lot of the movies that i want to see are not necessarily movies that she would want to see uh but this is you know it's pg uh there's like maybe a, a dam or something like that and uh though i would like to see the r-rated version of <laughs> yes Pat, I can't we know lie. i can't lie <laughs> we know <laughs> pat wants to see the snyder cut of little women <laughs> <laughs> It's just just Beth graphically dying. (laughs) Oh, well, not that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, not the one. Um, Not the one. Well, just just to uh, to wrap things up, uh, Gina, we have a a quick little segment that we wanted to uh, get your insight on. Uh, We want you to be a a judge or we want you to weigh in. You know Pat and I very well. Yeah. Um, And I think you know, you've probably listened to the two of us I mean, definitely me, but probably the two of us talk about our relationship uh, woes and the way we comport ourselves oh, within relationships. Oh, she's seen it up close and personal. Yeah, a little too up. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Fair. That's a I don't know why. Yeah, okay, yes, that's true. I have so we, what, what I have done is I have compiled the love interests from each of the movies that we watched for this movie. This is so and, fun. And like, so most of them are Greta Gerwig's love interests, but in some cases there are other characters' love interests. And we okay. want you to decide if, um, if they are Pat or if they are me. 
Uh, and okay. we want we want you to give like a little rationalization because people who, there are plenty of people who have not seen all these movies. So we want you to give like a little like rationalization as to why this is this sounds more like Pat or like me. Okay, I think I'm confused, but I think I'll get it once you start. <laughs> you'll get it. You'll get it. Was was that confusing? Was that, no, I, just start. I, 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 just he start. English he, he English teachered the fuck out of that. You'll get <laughs> I it. I think you'll I'll get, get it. it. Okay, I'm quick learner. <laughs> so from we'll go in chronological order. Um, so from Greenberg, Ben Stiller, Ben Stiller's character. Is that more like me, or is that, or is he more like Pat? John, I already said John. <laughs> <laughs> you want to say like, why? He's just like trapped in the house and like aimless, and and he like flip flops between. <laughs> no offense, John. This is just like what you would play. He's like flip flops between like being really like he like loves her and cares for her, but then he like yells at her for. Oh my slut. god! I <laughs> I do not yell at people. No, I, I, I don't that think is not the way that I comport myself. He's just like he's opinionated. I will not stand for this character assassination. He's he's a little crotchety and a little lonely. That's why. That's my okay. Job. All right. Okay, but I don't. I don't. I'm not a yeller. That does check out. I'm not a yeller. People. Old yeller. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He cares for me. animals. Yeah, you that's, like animals. that's true. There we yeah, go. Yeah, I do. Um, all right, great. Moving on to Francis Ha. Um, they're not technically love interests, but like it's the closest that we get. So, what about Adam Driver's character? Fat is fat because <laughs> he's got like the actorly hat on. Is like at the yeah. at, at the um, restaurant, and I forget exactly what his. Oh, what is he? Is he an actor? He is right, and he's like, look at this cool thing I did. But he's like not annoying about it. But he's like. He just is himself. So he's not like that. And then he's like, oh, and then he's like, and I did this girl. And he puts his like helmet on. He's like, deuces. And he just leaves. That's Pat. Yeah. (laughs) The deuces is very, very. I also can, he also has that one line that whenever he like brings a girl into the house, he's always like, you want to see my room? And that's, uh, that's, that's (laughs) that's all P stand 35, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Um, all right, what about Michael Zegan? I was hoping you would ask, because it's you. Because I think he, um, there's all the times where he's like, his running joke is, I'm undateable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like that's classic you. <laughs> and also he tries to, like, side a her, because you think she's going to get with Adam Driver, because they're, like, friends that yeah. move in together. But then he's like, they're up late, and he's like, <laughs> like you're really yeah. good and we're friends and like look at this thing and but like... he's so cosmically friend zoned yeah he's he's a <laughs> yeah. he's a good friend <laughs> but just then he a has a girlfriend pal. for a just... second and he's like this is my girlfriend and that's you yeah and she's hot too yeah, yeah. she's she's all right cute, i'll take it we also my <laughs> don't don't take this away from me <laughs> sorry <laughs> don't take this away from me um, but it also makes sense. Mike, Michael Zegan and I were also in the same comedy group at Skidmore. So, <laughs> sketches oh, for life, yes. baby. Uh, <laughs> um, I had on. to get that in there. Um, and then also from Frances Ha, what about um, her friend's boyfriend, the the take a leak guy, the guy who oh always says God. he has to take a leak? <laughs> I would cast Pat as that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. What's his yeah. name? Like Streeter or like <laughs> something, something like crazy? That. He always like Backwards wears a hat, hat. too. Yeah. Backwards hat. Yeah. I love the scene where yeah. he's like trying to get her in the car and she keeps getting out and he's like, Where do you live? What door? Yeah. It's so <laughs> yeah. funny. He keeps running around <laughs> and they like, keep putting her back in the car. Yeah. Yeah, that is great. He, I think that's a great role. <laughs> um, all right, we'll move on to Mistress America. Um mm. <laughs> uh, Tony, the high school or the college uh her college crush. That's like Lola Kirk's wait, college in crush. The house. Oh, <laughs> 
Spider-Man's obviously you. Because he's like, Wait, oh. who's, who, who, me? Yeah, that's the guy oh, with okay. the writing. Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. With, with, with the, the girlfriend? That... Yeah, it's, it's isn't it Jasmine Is... Cephas Jones from Hamilton? Yes. There's so many yep. Broadway actors in that. Um, yeah, just the part where he's like, I don't know, I'm just like mad at you because you were better than me and I was giving you notes. I love when, the, <laughs> yeah. when Lola Kirk's like, and this is what I think about your story. And she just like yeah. walks off. <laughs> yeah, you gotta yeah. go with that. It's just liter- literary, some literary fun. There's yeah, a literary part, asshole. Too, when he's in the house and he's like, I want to kiss you, but I'm not going to, but I have and I will. And it was just like, oh, this gets <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong. Sorry. Um, all right. Like well, I'm what about what about? On you. <laughs> no, I, I I knew what I was signing up for. Um, love. Uh, what about Dylan, the the Greta Gerwig's like ex boyfriend who gets stolen by her oh, best friend house? and yeah. yeah and works at Goldman Sachs. I just feel like it has to be Pat. It's just <laughs> just like because what's the part that he does that he's like I'm gonna give you the money. And I'm going to help you. And I love this idea for you. But don't you dare start a restaurant. It's just like so kind of like savage. And like, you know, he's just like in the vest. The vest is really bad. Oh, yes. And the hair. Your hair kind of matches, doesn't it? Pat's definitely the more likely of us. (laughs) He's a king. Pat is definitely the more likely of us to wear a fleece. Yeah, the fleece vest. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, All right. Lady Bird. Um, Lucas Hedges' character. Oh no, this is hard. <laughs> hey, this is not hard. I don't know you guys. <laughs> you don't have to be I, kind. Like, in my heart, like I feel like it's a hybrid. Is okay. that that's a hot take? <laughs> it's like the best. Well, no one's ever said that on the segment. It's a hybrid. He's yeah. so, that's a first. He's like so actorly, so I could see like that being like pat vibes when he what does he say he's like i'm gonna ask to get my hair curled for the role and we're like yeah, okay yeah, good yeah. job <laughs> but then he's also like so soft and sensitive and it's like really sad when he like cries and he's... <laughs> right. which doesn't yeah. remind me of john <laughs> <laughs> no you can say I, you can say that i, I of the okay. i guess between, between, between the, this between isn't the like two a of us thing it's like between the between thing. the two of us i think that if if Pat's girlfriends or ex-girlfriends found out that he was gay tomorrow, they would probably be surprised. I think mm. that if a lot of mine had heard that I was gay tomorrow, they would probably be like, oh, okay. <laughs> I still have <laughs> cool. people like reaching out to me and be like, wait, like, I've had like friends say something along reaching the lines of, wait, you're, you still haven't come out yet. <laughs> so I just have people reach uh, out like wondering if I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people reach out. Yeah, exactly. Um, but what about Timothy Chalamet? That's hard, too, because I feel like you guys both want to be Timothy. Well, but Pat said that he really related to him. Um, I I was the guy reading A People's History of the United States in high school yeah. when I still read books. Yeah. Right. Except my senior year, I was like, do you guys know who this Joe Rogan guy is? <laughs> I just started listening to his podcast. Uh-oh. Well, some would consider Joe Rogan to be the Howard Zinn of the 21st century. So that all makes sense. Who? Howard Zinn. He wrote A People's History of the United States. Uh- <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> okay, I think I got it. But I think I'm going to... S- well, okay, this is really good. No, this is really good, right? 
Timothy Chalamet in Lady Bird is Pat. Timothy Chalamet in Little Women is John. Oh, okay. Well, oh, I buy that. I buy that. I that's buy a, that. that is, now, that's a perfect segue, because we were going to move on to Little Women after this, I and I was going to ask about Laurie. So, okay, I, I why, why is that? <laughs> why <should>. is that? Because <laughs> he's like, um, you know, he's like a little androgynous, like very likable, like <laughs> really fun. <laughs> you know, he's just like... He's a lovable character. He's a good guy. All I heard was androgynous. <laughs> all I heard was androgynous. And that's all the listeners iconic. are going to hear. He's iconic. Yeah. You know? No, I'll, I'll And he, I'll like, it. figures it out. You know? Like, he could, he's got to, like, get with Amy. Like, good for him. Yeah, he, he gets Amy. with Florence Pugh. So that's great. I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it. Androgynous characterization uh, or not. Um, uh, okay, <laughs> what about John, the, the man that Meg... Uh, Emma Watson marries. Oh God, I don't even remember what he looks like. Um, that's that says all you need to know. Is <laughs> <laughs> well, just like character-wise, like you know, who does he remind you of? He's a tutor. He's um, penniless. He's nice. He's but probably he you. really well. He's probably you too. He's like a good guy. He like you know settles down. He wants. He's like a more romantic. Yeah, no. and when she goes he's... out and like buys the dress, he's like, "It's okay." Yeah, he's like, <laughs> "I want you to be happy." <laughs> the only thing you want, yeah, because she's like yeah. trying to, she's trying to like, you know, marry up or whatever. But then she's just like, you know, this yeah. is who I love. You know, marry for love, not money. Hell yeah, John, John LeMay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, marriage for love, not yeah. It's my tagline. Um, and then what about uh, Fried Friedrich Friedrich? However, I don't know how he pronounces that. That's name. like the, but the, the yeah. Frenchman yeah. that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's Pat because he's like he's kind of crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of like all over the place and like he's like flashy and like exciting, right? And when and when she asks him to, all I heard was exciting. <laughs> You're really taking my choice words here. And when and when she asks him like to read, uh, her her story. He like talks about how you know she needs to be more like Shakespeare, and that's like someone yeah, asking Pat to critique her student film. Pat. And he's like, "Oh, <laughs> you really should be more like Truffaut." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Friedrich. Have you seen Eight and a Half? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's uh, yeah. That's I real. mean, listen, there have been many Bumble dates that I ruined by saying I didn't like Avengers. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I went on a, I went on a date with this girl. She was when I say. People would write songs about her. They did, uh-huh. and wow. we, were, we were we were it was going really well. And we the the subject of of movies came up. Uh-oh. Oh no! And I was like, yeah, what 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 kind of movies do you like? And she was like, oh, I like Avengers. That's and so then weird. This, this idiot, this idiot, Patrick <laughs> Cressupstani, I went on about how those movies have destroyed the film industry. Oh no. I went on about how they've they've like wrecked like indie filmmakers. They've like monopolized culture and I did all oh. these things and at the end she was like oh 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 <laughs> it was just like why did I do this? And this was just last That's week. Rough. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do I get do I get to have a character? Will you assign me one from the canon of movies we talked about oh, today? That's a good, oh. that's a... Hmm. Well, I think I think different different 
characters at different points in your life. Like I can see you being like a, a ladybird in some aspects in high school. Mm-hmm. I wish um, I was. <laughs> I was like being uh, close, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that too. <laughs> um, she, you're the titular tempest. Great, great line, great line. Um, but I, yeah, I, I think Francis Ha. I think uh, that's 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 what I'm gonna give you that that uh. The characters who, who always, who's always just on the on the hustle, on the grind, doing whatever mm-hmm. it takes, living day to day, but fun too. Like she but is, fun, yeah, yeah, and likable. For our audience, Gina is very fun. <laughs> she is. I know. I am. Yeah. I should take Lucio's and what she's doing and put it in black and white. And yeah, there you go. The blue, yeah, the, the director's yeah. cut blue ray. <laughs> Just take it and throw it on your Instagram story and just, like, change the filter. <laughs> Swipe so, it? To black and white. I don't yeah. even know yeah. what that one's called. I that's should how, put the that's entire That's how the black and white movies are made, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Wow. Um, on oh, a similar guys. note, uh, Gina, do you have anything anything to plug? Anywhere that people can find you on the internet or things that people should check out? Yeah, visit me at ginadoherty.com. Hey. I, I did it up recently. It's looking pretty good. Um yeah, and I'm working on some some TV scripts. So if anybody wants to collab or just like film something, just hit me up, you know. <laughs> and someday Joe I'll Swanberg, become we know you're listening. person. <laughs> yeah, I want to do my own version of Hannah takes the stairs, please. <laughs> there you go. Um, and can people find you on Any nudity in- or no? TBD <laughs> depends on the page. <laughs> hey. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Look, at least she's honest, ladies and gentlemen. At least she's honest. Um, and can people find you on Instagram anywhere? Definitely. Gina says lol. Okay, excellent. We'll we'll include uh we'll include uh what's it called? Uh, links to that in the in the show notes. So Oh my god, yeah. I need seventy more followers to get a thousand, so make my dreams come true, ladies and gents. Um, Pat, give us your final thoughts on uh on Greta. Uh I love okay, her. Great. <laughs> great. That's all we need. I was actually Dude, Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, we love a we love a good blocking in 2020. It's true. <laughs> this is the podcast dedicated to great blocking in 2020. I care about blocking. Sorry. I don't give a shit about Avengers. Yeah, clearly. So yeah. Like apologies to apologies to that poor girl. Uh we hope you're out there. Yeah. Sorry, we hope Celeste. you're doing well. Yeah. Uh this goes out to you Celeste and uh Thanks for joining us, Gina. Yeah, thanks for having me. You guys Bye, rock. Gina. Oh, thank you. Oh, Bye. yeah. <laughs> Please rate and review the podcast. Bye. Yep. <laughs>